Hi, I am Christina Broderick, and I am the CEO and founder of Ignite EDU, where it is our vision that every student can learn, build, and strengthen their mental health foundation along their educational journey. We're bringing the series here to talk about student mental health in different spaces, in the home, in education, in the community, and hearing from students themselves. I'm a licensed social worker. I'm a certified school social worker. I've worked in K through 12, uh, so elementary school, middle school, high school, and even higher education. So I just wanna talk a little bit about who I am, uh, my background, as well as what inspired me to do the work that I do and to create the company that I do have. Um, I am the daughter of an immigrant um, from Jamaica. My mom was the first to come to the United States, I think in her late 20s, and she wanted to come here for more opportunity. She is the second oldest of nine um, and settled down eventually in New Jersey. I am the youngest of three. Um, I don't typically have your baby characteristics being the youngest, um, but we did grow up, grow up in home. Um, we were just us three children and my mom. So single mother raising the three of us. And it was, it was hard. Uh, there were definitely days um, and times it was a struggle for us. Uh, we lost our home when I was about six um, and had to live in a basement for a little bit uh, until we were able to get the housing situation settled. So growing up, it was definitely challenging for us in terms of our mental health and challenging for my mom in terms of her mental health as well. And as we were in education, in our education spaces, uh, we didn't really receive that support that we needed at that time. Um, and my mom did the best that she could, as many parents do, uh, in terms of trying to ensure that we are getting the education that we need so that we can be um, successful in any way uh, deemed appropriate for us, right? So um, I went through Catholic school my whole life um, and got my bachelor's degree from LaSalle University in Philly with a um, degree in psychology, minor in Spanish, and I was pre-med. So going into college, I knew that I wanted to study people. I was always very intrigued by people and the th what made some people do certain things that other people don't do, right? So uh, I majored in psychology, but I wanted to take it a step further, which led me to being pre-med and wanting to go to medical school. So how can I help people when they're the most in need when it comes to their health? So I go through college and I'm studying, uh, doing relatively well, but I knew that I wanted to take some time before hopping into medical school. So I, as any young 21 year old wants to do, is get the furthest away from their family and try something new. So I flew out to California to do an AmeriCorps program out there, which was my first introduction into education. Um, I was working in a elementary school in Watts uh, helping to support the dropout crisis. So what that looked like is there was about 300 of us total in LA in our program. I'm in an elementary school with about 10 people um, supporting the students academically and behaviorally. And it's challenging when you're 21, um, just graduating, and you're now trying to help young people in terms of their education journey and their spaces. So that was... Uh, Till this day, honestly, probably the most difficult thing that I've ever done um, because I was very new to the space, um, never been in public education, and then now trying to help other young people. But it was during that time that I recognized the importance of 
making sure we're working with students in a space where they spend the most time. So while I'm still there, I'm going to medical school, I'm going on interviews for medical school, um, but then recognize that it's not where my heart lies. And I really wanted to continue working with students. So I came back to New Jersey, bopped around a little bit in jobs and um, started the process to get my master's in social work. Um, and again, knowing that I wanted to work in education, wanted to work with students, but not necessarily sure how that was going to be. So I worked in um, a transitional residence. So I was working with students who were what, five through 12, um, who weren't stable enough to go home, but they didn't need inpatient psychiatric care. So they were coming from different levels of trauma, different levels of abuse, different levels of depression, anxiety, PTSD, hallucinations, et cetera. Um, and it was very eye-opening for me to see students that young struggling so much with their mental health. Uh, and that is for me what definitely catapulted me to want to continue working in that space, but I knew it wasn't particularly in that area. So then I started getting back into schools and I went to work in a high school doing programming and development for high school students uh, who are predominantly um, lower income Hispanic students. And that for me was my sweet spot. I loved being able to operate in both spaces in terms of how can I help with the programming, right? That kind of larger system, systemic um, supports and needs, but then also helping them on an individual level. Um, and then from there is when I went to move, I work at Rutgers University, um, working with uh, first generation low income college students there. So uh, this was about a couple years ago when I made the transition where uh, reflecting on my experience in mental health and students, I recognized that there was this gap, right? That students were often receiving services and support after they already had a problem. So I'm working with my college students and um, they are running away from me to go throw up because they are developing unhealthy coping skills or they haven't been sleeping because they're studying so much so they are about to pass out and i know that something had to change right we had to do something different students had no idea how to take care of their mental health or if they were trying to get support from services uh it was either overrun there's so many students who need support but not enough staff etc um, and I was reflecting again on my experience and thinking, well, students spend the most amount of time in schools and education, so how can we make a difference? What does that difference look like? How can we fill that gap? So that's what led me to create Ignite EDU, um, where we're able to fill that gap, right? We're able to be proactive when it comes to the support and services that students receive for their mental health. Um, and it's been a ride. It's been uh, about two years so far in terms of um, getting the idea going, seeking support, um, and then actually getting the information and services out there. When the company first started, we were mostly about just providing coaching for students, but it has uh, beautifully evolved into a space where we are now developing courses, online courses for students. We have workbooks uh, for students. We are working with administrators on reshaping and developing their culture for mental health because it is so much of a need. It is so much of a need that students are are having to develop their own spaces, right? Um, but they don't get that support and shouldn't have to operate in that way. So I recently just finished up my contract in terms of being a, a certified school social worker, providing support and resources for students in middle school. And how crazy it was um, for me to quit a stable, full-time job in the middle of a pandemic, but I recognize that there is no better time now to provide students with their mental health support and how can I best support educators 
uh, world uh, nationwide uh, as it relates to mental health in education. Um, so what we were able to do this summer is launch our student mental health online course. We had three and a half, right now we're still in the middle of a cohort, uh, so we are fourth cohort, go through our online student mental health course. And in the course, what we do is we talk about all of these fundamental areas about mental health. So we talk about just the basics, right? So understanding what it is, we talk about mental illness, common mental health challenges students face. Um, but then as well as we, we move into the actions, we talk about mindset, positive psychology, the negativity bias. We go into stress reduction, mindfulness, self-care, all that good stuff. But of course, we then talk about support. So what does support look like for students and in, in, in their spaces? So we have been able to recreate our online course. So that is now fully online with modules that students can go through themselves and go through the course and get a certificate of completion to um, about their investment in student mental health, but then also having the opportunity to engage in live discussions. So our live discussions are the uh, meat and potatoes of the course. It's where our past students have said is the best portion of the course for them, where they get to talk with each other, get guidance from me as it relates to their mental health. But then there's also the added third layer of coaching. So I do work one-on-one -on -one with students and being able to help them with their goals and direct them in the right ways so that they can make sure that they obtain their mental health goals. Our course is not counseling, it's not therapy. So while I am a psychotherapist and I do work in private practice, this work is meant for students of all um, levels of mental health support, right? So it's not coming in and thinking you're doing group counseling or group therapy. It's just opportunities to learn, build, and strengthen your mental health foundation and engage in discussions and conversations with your peers alongside guidance from me. Um, I am though, as I mentioned, uh, I do work in private practice um, as a psychotherapist, and I'm also an adjunct, adjunct instructor teaching college students about social work and social welfare policy. So I'm so excited that we were able to create this mini series and we're able to bring it to you so that you can understand the different layers as it relates to students and their mental health. That it's not just about the education system, that students do not just exist in bubbles and live in silos, that everything is connected from their home to their community to uh, their identity, as well as just in general, their perspective. So I'm so excited. I hope you enjoy listening to this series and we'll connect soon. Make sure to grab your copy of the Ultimate Guide to Student Mental Health Workbook or enroll in our Student Mental Health online course.